Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. So, left, we saw and we discussed after watching the NFL playoffs championship Sunday that big games that you, you haven't, it's hard to explain, right? And you come to Notre Dame, you kind of get used to it, right? You get used to it first as a freshman standing on the sidelines. And then when you first play in one, it's kind of an eye-opener initially. Like, oh. But then it becomes common nature. And for Notre Dame football, big games have been common nature. This is what Notre Dame does. But I don't think Notre Dame has gotten to the point where you consistently feel like Notre Dame is going to win these big games consistently, right? I can't tell you the last – well, I'll take that back. I think Clemson last year was the last big game. Because, first of all, I didn't consider North Carolina a big game. That's just me, not North Carolina football. Like, that's – Basketball, maybe. Basketball, maybe, but no. They're not even ranked right now. Facts. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. All our great content. Leave five stars. Leave your comments. We greatly appreciate it. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it different. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
the Clemson game was the last game. I don't like the Syracuse game. People thought that was a big game. It's not a big game. It's Syracuse. There's something wrong with us if we don't spank Syracuse. Yeah, like who? Who was was serious in Buffalo? Right. Clemson was the At last home. time that we both, shockingly to others, felt like, oh, Notre Dame's about to handle these dudes. And a lot of people were like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, Notre Dame's about to run the ball on this squad. But they got Brzee and Miles Murphy. I'm like, I don't, nope. Won't matter. And that's exactly what they did. And defensively, I mean, offensively, we weren't scared of DJ <laughs> as a quarterback. So, yeah, so we were thinking how they're going to score points. Yeah, 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 yeah. But how can we transfer that same feeling to the big games they have this year? And you, I think right now, you are far more confident about the Ohio State game than I am. Really? You are. Really? I think I am extremely confident about the Clemson game. I don't care where it's being played. I don't care oh, about no, the changes. I don't care about the changes to the you know the new coordinator. I don't care about any of that. You still light in the trenches. You still soft in the trenches. Not worried at all. Not but they don't have better quarterback play. It's not even known to be a running team. You think they're going to convert to a run-first team? They haven't no, been a no. run-first team in like five years. That's that's not what I'm saying. At some point, Clemson – well, actually, Clemson probably has played – this is a good question. The difference between Clemson and Ohio State probably has been the two quarterbacks. It won't keep it a buck. Getting, yeah. Trevor, getting Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun Watson is Dabo's entire resume. That's his entire resume. And Not the only say, reason why they beat us. And the main reason they beat Alabama to win national championships. All right? Because it wasn't like they stopped Alabama. Alabama they just up, look like such an ACC team without those two guys. Yes, that's what it feels. That's a good it's point. Like y'all, y'all are like a, y'all really are ACC team. Y'all just got supercharged with two superpowered quarterbacks because the, the quarterbacks gave them an SEC feel. It get yeah, it get, oh y'all got you just start thinking of other players they have because they're a good team because of the quarterback. Yeah. So now. You getting good quarterbacks, but not the guys you had. You just look like a real solid ACC team. That's coached yeah. better than the other ones, but you still an ACC team. Yeah, yeah. So I'm my confidence level for Clemson is is pretty high. Even yeah, walking Keith in, it's good, but I don't think he looks generational like Trevor's no. first game. No, no. I think he'll still give us two interceptions. Flat out. Yeah, the, the way Ben Morrison had him frazzled. Heck, the, the bowl game they played, the way he had him frazzled. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I will say this. That USC game at home, I think, eventually will be the toughest game. You think so? I think it's going to be the toughest game. 
And the reason I say that is because they have a better quarterback room. If I felt better about the pass rushing, see, it's an unknown. I have confidence in the ability of the youngsters. But if I knew for a fact that we were going to pressure Caleb Williams, then I would be like, oh, it's a wrap. But I don't know because I think our secondary is going to be a lot better against their receivers, sort of how Utah was against their receivers. And our, we, we were down two of our top three defensive backs when we faced USC. And I like Jalen uh, Sneed in open space against a Caleb Williams. I think that athleticism can give him some trouble. Left, that's a good point. That's a really good point, being able to not only get him out of the pocket but chase him down and get him down. Him and Prince Kali in there are like players <clears throat> now. Yeah, that's a good point, Left. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. LL question of the day. From one to three, give us your confidence level, right? Most confident, next one, and then least confident when it comes to Notre Dame and the big games, that is Ohio State. USC and Clemson next year. I Put think we had to rank them. Can we rank them? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. What's yours? Go ahead and rank them, Left. I think if we had to rank them, USC would be our toughest. <clears throat> okay. Because Caleb is going to be a top drive pick quarterback. I think Clemson would be our second toughest. Because mm, it's on the road? On the road. But also, I think they have a better coach than Ohio State. Okay. And here's the drum roll. Go ahead and make Ohio State fans upset and make us viral <laughs> once again, left on that message, boys. Go right ahead. Ohio State will be number three mm -hmm. because Ohio State without a generational quarterback is just another big team. They may, they may lose the Wisconsin. Left. Left. They may lose to Wisconsin. Luke Fickle's a Luke Fickle with a top program. Left. I'm just they saying, I wouldn't level. be surprised because we know one thing: Ohio State's run defense isn't going to get much better. The only thing they can bank on for Ohio State's run defense to get better is if those players stay for four years. But from a structural standpoint, how does that survive in the Big Ten with Michigan just running the football? Ain't no way. Ain't no way. So I think that because Ohio State and Travion Henderson didn't prove anything to me when they played us, I think we'll be more athletic to be able to make tackles in the open field, which I okay. think would help support you know, we talked a lot about are we going to give up more than 100 yards rushing right, with right. the defensive line that we have. Mm -hmm. And I believe that we'll be better because we're more athletic and open space to tackle. I think our linebacker players will be more stout, which I think they would eliminate a lot of run, uh, run after contact, mm -hmm. which I think that's what we gave up a lot. And then – with the balance of experience, I think our penalties will lower a little bit and then we'll be able to be more effective. So Travion Henderson, to me, is more injury prone. So I think after a while, we'll be able to contain that. 
And then it's going to come down to can they pass their way to a win. I think our defense is good enough to where you got to pass and run the football against us. And are they good enough to consistently pass against us? I don't think so. Not not playing at home. They're going to look at that Clemson game on film and be like, we got to play in the daytime because it gets scary in front of touchdown Jesus. You know. So basically you have USC as the toughest. Easy. And you have Clemson on the road, second toughest. Mm-hmm. And then once again, just the out and out disrespect for Ryan Day and the Buckeyes. It's That's not disrespect. It's, 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 it's evaluating no, and analyzing it's, what they have in that role. No, I'm saying it's being viewed as disrespect by Buckeye fans. It, it's absolutely going to be viewed as disrespect. They, they're going to be a rude awakening when you don't got superstar talent at that QB position. I mean, the, the Oregon State transfer might be that dude. Yeah, because he's 30 years old. <laughs> He's the first coach player on the team, really a GA. And they like, you know, you can print off some copies and then come help out the offense sometimes. Hey, 27 or something crazy. You know why? Now, this is the real deal, though. This might be an anticipation of the transfer out. Whoever loses this quarterback battle between Devin Brown and Kyle McCord more than likely transfers in the spring. We we don't know what quarterbacks. So they go get Egbia to come in and more than likely be the backup. I mean, that's another way to look at it as well. Because at this point, I think whomever loses that quarterback battle throughout the spring, more than likely is going to take their talents elsewhere, a la Joe Burrow when he lost out to Dwayne Haskins. Oh, yeah. I mean, think about that. You're so good at the position, you got to tell Joe Burrow he's got to transfer. Yeah, I mean, they really haven't had a bad quarterback, honestly. Man. Since Urban got there, right? Well, Terrell Pryor. And you can go back before. Yeah, I guess you're right. They haven't had a bad quarterback since Troy. You're right. Well, they have one now. I mean, they have. I just don't. Or maybe they take it our method. Maybe they get a guy last minute, like from somewhere. But I think we have the best one-two quarterback room, debatably, in the top ten in the country. Yeah. Mm. Alabama's room is talented, but nobody knows what they're going to do, any of them. Uh, uh, USC's room is, is pretty talented, bro. SC's room behind Caleb Williams? I mean, Malachi being behind him, that's pretty talented. We don't know, even though Malachi is about 25. <laughs> <laughs> Some would argue that Texas with Arch and Quint Ewers is talented. Man, I'm not giving that Arch thing no I'm credit. Just, don't shoot the messenger. The I'm just saying. the national championship trophy over his head. How are you going to be a five-star plus? And you off of what? Some people would say Joe Milton and Nico. 
Tyler Buckner as a number two is better than any other number two in the country. That's a good question. Is Tyler Buckner the best backup slash 1B or 1A quarterback in the country? In the country. Sam Hartman gives the buffer of, yeah, we got something that we like and that can be really good for us, but we got something in the tank that's just as good, kind of, but not ready yet. That's dangerous. Mm. How many how many QB rooms can say that? Clemson couldn't say that. Clemson just said, we, okay, we got a guy that we really want to move past with a guy that has potential, but he ain't that guy. Ohio State is like, we got that guy and a bunch of fellas in the room. Hmm. Notre Dame, we had a bunch of mailmen with one potential new. <laughs> potential. You know, we ain't never seen nothing like a Tyler Buckner in a college football stadium. Alabama switched it up, brought a Tua in. Oregon brought a Mariota. We brought a Tyler Buckner. That's different. But he's the best backup in the country. If not 1B, whatever. I take those two over Quinn Ewers, who very talented, but fizzled out with towards the end of the season. I'm really thinking about the best rooms. Just for discussion's sake. Because the teams that are – I mean, Georgia doesn't have a room. Their room is – I think – look, Jaden Daniels and the other kid was Nussmeyer. That's, that's a pretty decent room. I'm taking Tyler Buckner over Nussmeyer, even though I think Nussmeyer is pretty solid. But he's had a lot of flash moments, just haven't had always the same amount of time as Tyler Buckner pretty much. Yeah. Without injury. But Sam Hartman versus Jaden Daniels, that's a good matchup. But I'll take Jay, uh, I'm sorry, I'll take Sam Hartman because we have the better all-around team, like you said. Yeah. <laughs> and your boy down there, Ole Miss, he's just collecting quarterbacks. I guess he's just going to cumulatively. He got so many, they all going to be bad, you know, because like, what are you going to do with all of that? Right. Jackson Dart's dad came out like, no, we're not going anywhere. He said that? Yeah. 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 Said his son is going to win the competition pretty much. Oh. Same thing I said. All right. I mean, he is in competition with three quarterbacks. He is the incumbent. How are you going to host a quarterback competition with three quarterbacks? Yeah, that's a good point. Left, you might have been onto something. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation, and Conjunction with Iris Breakdown, all of our great content. Leave five stars and your comments. We greatly appreciate it. Lucky Lefty Podcast. We spin it different. Left, before we get out of here, the team building, roster building, that leads to winning big games was on full display, in my opinion. 
in championship weekend. We saw the second and third running backs for the Philadelphia Eagles scoring touchdowns. They controlled the trenches. Really do, I mean, the defense just smothered San Francisco. And, yeah, I mean, they knocked the quarterbacks out. It wasn't like the quarterbacks had fluke injuries. They literally knocked the quarterbacks out of the game. And Dominick must be a really strong dude. And he's not even the best one. You got Brent Graham, Derek Barnett. Heck, Derek Barnett tore Barnett. up his knee early in the year. He's not even playing. That's true. They traded for Quinn from the Bears. He's second string. John Sweat went crazy. He got hurt. So, so. man, that's that could be a key injury. That Josh, Josh Sweat going into the Super Bowl, if he doesn't come back, that could be key. But we want to talk about and just bring this together, that the 2023 Notre Dame team has national championship aspirations. And I think the announcement of Sam Hartman transferring in brought that vibe to the fan base. But truly it takes the best teams to win national championships or Super Bowls. I think that was on full display with Georgia. Georgia was able to overcome their deficiencies against Ohio State because they were the better team. Team. Yes. They were just flat out the better team on that day. And when you get in big games and tough situations, more than likely, the better team is the one that has more answers and more solutions to the questions that the big games bring forth. Can this Notre Dame team have the multiple answers in these big games? Can they answer with Sam Hartman one game? Can they answer with the wide receivers another game? We saw Valdez Scanley. When all the wide receivers dropped off, he stepped up, had a huge game. Travis Kelsey's back is hurt. He steps up and has a huge game, right? Can someone in the wide receiver core do that against Ohio State, do that against USC? That's what's needed. That's the big game energy that's needed at Notre Dame. We can talk about all of these freshmen. All of these freshmen. Somebody needs to step up and make an impact in 2023. Yeah, as a collective, we definitely have to. I think we have enough talent in every room, including the quarterback room, to get it done as a unit. We just need a couple of star players to flash on the scene in moments. And then I think we'll be in a good position now just because we have a great quarterback room that's debatably top mm-hmm. in the country. That doesn't make us have the best quarterback, which I think still makes a difference when it comes down to uh, winning the biggest of big games. But having the best quarterback room, I know that if we somehow lack in one area, having a quarterback more capable or just as capable, you won't miss a beat. You can still be effective late in the season, you know, when things uh, get hairy. Yeah. And you win games by having multiple answers. Yeah, That's it. 
I don't have Kerry Hollis. didn't have multiple answers. No. I'll say this. It's great. This is why I think the respect level for Joe Burrow is going to go up in the next couple of years. Because the truth of the matter is, Joe Burrow, in my opinion, has been blessed to be put in situations where as a quarterback, he had multiple answers. Yes. When he went to LSU, he had multiple answers to whatever our defense wanted to do. Right? Same thing in the pros. Multiple answers to whatever our defense wants to do. If he indeed does lose T. Higgins, and it's just Jamar Chase being double teamed with an aging Tyler Boyd, what's the next answer? Like, and, and Joe Mixon is pretty much just faded away in the offense. What's the answer? What do they do? That's going to be interesting. If he if he's the quarterback, I think he is. It really won't matter. He'll figure it out and find a way. But somebody has to step forward for Notre Dame. Like, we can sit here and talk about Sam Hartman. We can sit here and talk about the offensive line. Somebody in that wide receiver core is going to have to step up. You need some big games because you don't have a Michael Mayer in a tight end room, mm-hmm. which in my opinion, especially with Sam Hartman coming in, is a great thing. Yeah. Spread the ball around. Somebody has to step up. Somebody. And that's that big game energy. That's that big – it's complimentary football. It wasn't just, dude, you had two dominant performances on both sides of the ball. That's how you win big games, Left. Yeah. Chris T. Jones, Patrick Mahomes. Dominate. Your two best players went out there and dominated. That's how you win big games. That's how you win it. And I think uh, it, it stands the test of time. The cream's going to rise to the crop, uh, top. And for those two guys to be the main players or main characters in that great battle of two good teams that were pitted against each other, yeah, it's only right that you got the half-trillion-dollar man and one of the greatest of tight ends of all time, if not the best, be the two best showing out on a game like that. Man, your boy Ryan Lofter said Joe Burrow is another damn Marino. I mean, he's he doesn't even have 10 years under his belt, so we'll, we'll, Look, he's got some time. The young man has my respect. He has my respect. And I just think, you know how I am. I don't like for people to put undue pressure on athletes. Just let them play. Stop trying to put them here and there before they've accomplished things. Just let them play. He's a great player. Let him play. Let him win one. Let him do his thing. And then let him try to win two. Like, as great as Patrick Mahomes played yesterday, if he loses to Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts is the story. And Pat will still have one. You think Jalen can grab him one? This is going to be a really good – this is my thing, bro. Kansas City has been in tough games all year. So I believe Kansas City wants to make it that type of game. See, Philly wants to fast break. That, uh, Kansas City just wants to slow it down, make it a rumble, tumble, tough game, get it to the fourth quarter. Our quarterback is better than yours. That's it. 
If we get into the fourth quarter, our dude is better than yours, right? This Kansas City doesn't have that fast break Tyreek Hill type offense anymore. That's not them. That's not them. This is the key. As much as they rush the passer, they're one of the worst rush defenses. Really? Yeah, I think they improved late in the season, but they were like in the 20s, like for most of the season. Mm. So that wide nine front, they can come after you, but if you if you get inside those splits and run the ball, you can give them some trouble and slow that pass rush down. So it's going to be interesting. It's definitely going to be interesting, bro. If Philly jumps out in front, I I think Kansas City will be in trouble. But if that game is close, yeah, it could be a problem. It could be a problem because you know because Spags is going to come out. Jalen Hurts is going to get hit. Oh yeah, Spags he blitzes everybody, right? Okay. The Eagles. This is the thing: the Eagles don't blitz. I think they're like the 20, 29th in the league as far as number of blitzes. Mm. Now they have two weeks to prepare and maybe they bring some new stuff, but that's not who they are. They mm-hmm. rush four and they play man. So is Kadarius Tony going to be healthy? Mm-hmm. You know, is Hartman going to be back and healthy? Is Juju going to be back and healthy? I'm assuming Travis Kelsey will be healthier than he was. That's right. Yesterday. So if they if they want to line up and play man to man, and everybody in Kansas City is healthy and they want to play man to man against Mahomes all day, okay, go ahead, <laughs> go right ahead, see how that works out. That's right. They will eat you up with Travis Kelsey. So it should be interesting. I think it's gonna be a really good game. And people are always like, man, it's gonna be a blowout. Man, it's a big game. Super Bowl. It's a big game, right? That's right. It's a lot of players on that Philly offense that have not been in a big game. That's right. A.J. Brown. Jalen Hurts. Now he's going to realize there's a difference between the championship game and a Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Big difference. Lucky Lucky Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. All our great content. Leave five stars. Leave your comments. We greatly appreciate it. It's the Lucky Lucky Podcast. We spin it different. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, we did the petty train earlier. So <laughs> we're done. Special day, special show. 
we got some really good content coming up this week. Some really nice guests, man. Looking forward to once again waking up talking with you guys. I know next, I think later on this week, for the first time, we hear from the transfers. Oh, They'll nice. talk this week. And then the rest of the players and the coaches get to talk next week. So we'll Dope. finally get some uh, feedback from <laughs> their first two weeks with Matt Davis and how they're feeling about the program. I do know a lot of those guys went and saw Julio for the first time this weekend, mm-hmm. got their fresh cuts. Um, on the way out, we can say, oh, uh, I saw someone in the chat ask me if I had gone to Justin Scott's game Friday. I did not. at a previous engagement. And I did not make it out. Uh, I think the next game I'll be at will be next Friday, if I'm not mistaken, because I think they're on the road tomorrow. They have a road game. That game was crazy Friday night. They lost by one point to Brother Rice, who's like a top 10 team in the state. Mm. So as I say again, like St. Ignatius and Justin Scott with Phoenix Gill, they're, they're going to be tough. They're going to be a tough out in the state playoffs, a really tough out. He did not visit this weekend. He was scheduled to visit, and people have to understand, the visit was connected to his announcement. He was visiting because he expected to make an announcement this coming Tuesday. Once the announcement went away, I mean, there really was no purpose, and it really would be a wasted visit, in my opinion, for Notre Dame to have, Mm. right? Because he's still taking other visits. So why have him visit now? When he's going to take other visits, you want to be that last visit. Right. Let him take his visits. So I, in my opinion, it was an open discussion about the visit. Tommy Reese was at his game along with Al Washington on Friday night. And from what I'm hearing, they weren't feeling too great about things earlier in the week. When everything broke about him changing his announcement date. But after the ongoing discussions about changing the visit date and things, Notre Dame feels really, from what I'm hearing, Notre Dame feels really good mm. about where they sit. Okay. Here we and go. they should. And they should. And they should. They should. It's like, okay, go take your visits. Once again, this young man, in my opinion, is not leaving the Midwest. I know people worry about Alabama, Georgia. That's that's not his speed. That's that's just that's not his speed. Not speed. Nah, nah, that's not that's not him. In my opinion, from just being around me, that's that's not his that's not his flow. So, had a great show, man. Uh, thank you for everyone. Oh, let me get to these super chats. After Jason Hewlett gave us five straight, so let's go through them. Did anyone know James Larenitis was dipping? Is it Big L or yeah? We talked about that. I think no. I, honestly, the way he was out recruiting, I think it was kind of it took everyone by surprise, and I think. Honestly, it was something that Ohio State Ohio State did recently. 
We talked about this as well, the new Ohio State quarterback transfer. Honestly, I think it's uh, security because I think one of the quarterbacks will be transferring Mm -hmm. after the quarterback battle. Thank you for the super chat. Oh, question of the day. He said everybody in the big games are (laughs) shark food. Can we get free on the show? I mean, we're all for it. <laughs> yeah, you got it, man. Yeah, maybe Leak has it. Maybe Malik has the bat phone. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, he would have to do that because going through uh going through the peoples. Who's he got an assistant yet? You got him an assistant. Yeah, I forget her name. Yeah. You know. I tried to set up, I tried to connect my boy up here in Chicago that works for TV up here. He wanted to get an interview. And <laughs> well, this is funny. This is something I think, I think Malik is really yeah, trying bro, to get, make this happen. That's the hard man to reach right there. <laughs> Hard man to read. I think he's in a church or something right now. <coughs> Wait a minute. Are you being serious when you say that? Yeah, like he really <coughs> devoted in the church. So you might have the GC connection right there, Sean. Yeah, I heard he was in Chicago for a little bit. And um, and from there. But left is trying to track him down. Definitely got to get Ed on, man. That's my guy. Man, that's the godfather, yo. Hey, have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow for another great episode of Lucky. It just feels strange not hitting the uh, petty train right now. But we had to spin it different. Yeah, we had to do it early today, man. So for for left, have a great Monday. But most of all, make sure that you spin it different. Talk to you tomorrow.